now loading. So, what's next? Racky Tech is a visual artist that uses art to carry out social commentary on things that take place amongst public figures, usually like music artists and athletes. What he does is he converts current interactions or experiences amongst public figures and he'll integrate them within established pop culture or historical events themes or scenarios like movies, commercials, album covers, or pretty much any other type of nostalgic or vintage moment or environment. This is an example of digital impressionism where you're making connections between two things that may originate from two different worlds, showcasing personal expressions. What I really like about what he does is he'll provide access to his development process in terms of how he brought the different components together in a mood board style. So I'm going to break down some of his visual pieces that I really like. Okay, so here's the Drake OVO Bezos style from the bottom concept. So initially Drake posted the original image of Jeff Bezos in the original Amazon office, which was founded in 1994. So if we even just take time to look back at 994, in 994, a Romario-led Brazil team won the World Cup, defeating Italy. Nas dropped Illmatic and Whitney won eight awards in one night at the AMAs, courtesy of the Bodyguard movie soundtrack. So Jeff Bezos responded with style from the bottom, now we're here. And, you know, Drake's response was, was interesting because he had a lot of gratitude for Jeff Bezos quoting one of his biggest hits and one of his most iconic phrases. I think in that moment, that interaction showed that they both connected with that concept of starting from zero and, and just building up from there. I also think it's interesting that a tech founder and a music artist and founder of a music label could both resonate with that message. And it was creative of, of Racky Tech to bring those worlds together. If I'm putting myself in the shoes of Racky Tech, I can only imagine that when he saw that interaction between Drake and Jeff Bezos, he started thinking about the founding members of the OVO label, which is... October's very own, previously called All Things Fresh during the Room for Improvement era of Drake's career. And these members included Drake, Oliver, his creative director and manager, and Forty, his engineer and producer. So you can see how Racky Tech was able to bring all of these components together. And you can see this through his development process. So I actually remember the first time I heard Think Good Thoughts on Drake's comeback season mixtape. And towards the end, Drake starts to shout out Oliver and Forty. My shout outs, man. Um, what up to um, 4040, you know, for sitting in here night after night. I ain't one take Drake, so, you know, his job isn't really that hard, but, you know, still my boy, you know. Shout out to Oliver, man. Uh, okay, so this piece is inspired by Pulp Fiction, and it's the Pulp Fiction scene with John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. What Recky Tech did was he integrated Drake and Michael Jackson into this theme to connect it with the song that they did on Scorpion. And I feel like towards the end of last decade, 
there were some comparisons between Drake and Michael Jackson as far as the chart success that Drake had achieved that decade and the numbers he generated as well and the fact that they both won Artist of the Decade for their respective decades. So MJ won it in the 80s, at the end of the 80s and Drake won it for the 2010s. So after Kanye tweeted that he didn't think Friends was funny, what Wacky Tech did was he created a visual piece that showed Joey, the character from Friends, holding up a t-shirt with that actual tweet on the t-shirt and the inspiration that Rakitech drew from was an episode of Friends where Joey is holding up a t-shirt. I actually find a connection between the character Joey and Kanye in terms of Joey's favorite phrase being how you doing and on power there's there's a part of the song where Kanye's almost talking to himself or he's talking to other people and highlighting how he's doing. So, you know, that's the connection that I was able to see between both the character Joey and Kanye through the power lyrics and Joey's favorite phrase. Okay, so this this was a, another piece that I really liked that Racky Tech did and it was based on Baby Keem and Kendrick winning a Grammy for Best Rap Performance for Family Ties and he referenced the It's Gotta Be The Shoes commercial with Michael Jordan and Spike Lee and he integrated both Baby Keem and Kendrick into that theme where Baby Keem is Spike Lee and Kendrick is Michael Jordan. And when you look into the It's Gotta Be The Shoes commercial, Spike Lee's character is really obsessed with the shoes and everything about the shoes. And all Jordan wants to do is play basketball. And I look at the relationship between Kendrick and Keem, especially around that period of that song being out, where Keem is constantly looking for answers and tapping into Kendrick's world and looking into his experiences within the music world. So Racky Tech explored the different eras of Kobe's journey as a, as a basketball player. And you can see in this piece, it shows middle school Kobe, high school Kobe, number eight Lakers Kobe, all admiring the number 24 Lakers Kobe which is essentially the final version of Kobe as a basketball player and it was innovative on Racky Tech's part to show the different versions of Kobe acknowledging the final version of Kobe I think showing the different parts of Kobe's journey and how they all interact and build up to the final version is what made this piece really great to me especially with Kobe passing away as well in 2020 this was this really captured just Kobe's growth and his development as a player and what makes Kobe Kobe okay so this 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 piece of Messi was a sneaky one for me there's so many layers not maybe not so many layers but there's there's a lot of different angles you can look at it from or a lot of different parts you can take from so Rakitic initially did a piece on Messi when Messi scored his 500 goal for Barca in 2017 and this was where he scored the last minute goal against Real Madrid and so this was during the, the El Clasico which is the, the big rivalry between Real Madrid and, and Barcelona. So when he scored that goal that was him taking off his jersey and holding it up in the air was him telling the Real Madrid fans like look you guys have Ronaldo but I'm the best. What Rakitek was able to do with even with even with this this image, he was able to also show not only Messi holding up the shirt after the celebration, but he was also able to have a, a section of this this image where 
it recreates the moment where Messi scores the winner. And you can see the Real Madrid defenders surrounding him or in the background. So it kind of shows the contrast between the moment when he scores and then the celebration as well. With the celebration being the bigger attraction of this visual, but you can see the moment where he actually scores and how that connects with the celebration. So some some actually say that this actual celebration was inspired by the celebration from his mentor Ronaldinho who did a similar celebration in his PSG days. Okay, so fast forward to October, mid-October 2022 and what Tech did which was thing was interesting was he referenced this painting that he did of Messi which he did back in I think 2020 or 2021, but he referenced it and he plays Drake within this theme. And this was around the time when Barcelona and Spotify announced that the OVO logo would appear on the Barca shirt during the El Clasico match between Barca and Real Madrid. And the main purpose of this was celebrating Drake reaching 50 billion streams on Spotify. So Barcelona's vice president of marketing, Juli Guyo, said that for the first time in our history, we are replacing the name of our main partner on the front of the jersey with an internationally acclaimed artist in Drake. Then Mark Hazan, which is Spotify's vice president of partnerships, also said we are really excited to celebrate one of the biggest games of the year and mark drake's milestone as the first artist to reach 50 billion streams i think this was like an interesting partnership and i think that's why it was it was innovative of recce tech to, to bring these two situations together and references earlier painting of of messi in the drake one so this method of recce tech referencing a previous image that he did to me reminds me of like a uh a music producer referencing a previous song that they did. So Kanye producing Alicia Keys, You Don't Know My Name. And then sampling the ending of that song on Comfortable by Lil Wayne. I think both of these examples of referencing previous work is like a full circle moment. And one world being the foundation for the start of a new world. This Maradona and Messi one was really, it made sense. It was really I thought it was really interesting how Tech did this. And with Messi and Argentina recently winning the World Cup as well, it just it made sense for this connection to be made visually. With this piece, you can see Maradona holding the World Cup trophy and passing it down to Messi, almost like passing of the torch. And what Tech did that was interesting was he got inspiration from a sea captain with a young boy. And in, even when you look at this, this visual, it represents passing down wisdom, passing down experience and, and setting the young boy up for what's to come for him. You can see that the dog in the, this original image is now replaced with a goat in the image with Maradona and Messi. And to me, that represents both Maradona and Messi being goats of football and goats of their generation, respectively. But the goat being placed next to Messi could also signify that that goat identifies as Messi. And because this is a child version of Messi, this was destined. This was something that was destined to happen. Maradona won the World Cup in 86 and, and then Messi was born the year after. What I find also interesting about this 
visual between Maradona and Messi by Rakitic is also the details around Messi as well the other details so you can see an image of like a, a, a coloring book and you can see a Ballon d'Or image on the front you can see crayons the Ballon d'Or image for me is the the idea that with winning this World Cup you know Messi has a good chance of winning his eighth Ballon d'Or that's why I go from this and then you have the Ninja Turtle action figure which is in reference to when Argentina was celebrating the World Cup win on the bus and the fan threw the Ninja Turtle action figure to Messi and it's, it's also in connection to, to Mbappe as well so I think those details are, are interesting as well and the crayons represent Messi coloring in the Ballon d'Or image represents the idea of him visualizing the Ballon d'Or award making it whatever he wants it to be with him being at that stage of his career now it's almost reflects the idea of him taking advantage of what he had in front of him as far as the Argentina team and how he wants his career to end and how he wants other people to see his career. So with the It's Her Loss album recently coming out with Drake and 21 Savage, I really like this piece by Rakitic and it references Shaq and Kobe winning an NBA championship. Shaq and Kobe were an iconic duo and so what he did was he just placed Drake and 21 Savage within that scenario. They're wearing similar jackets that Shaq and Kobe are wearing, but he's just customized the jacket to reflect the time period and to reflect the chemistry between 21 and Drake. And I think this piece shows it's so easy to make that connection between music artists and, and athletes. When it comes to just athletes winning a trophy and that being used to to highlight the the great chemistry between two artists that come together to make music. I think Rakitic's main qualities are his ability to bring together different worlds and different art forms in order to illustrate his message surrounding that particular public figure. I think that is really one of his strong points. I think storytelling as well. I think what's good about Rakitic is he studies he studies history, he studies pop culture themes and historical moments and he thinks critically about, okay, how how does this current situation surrounding, how does this current situation regarding this particular public figure, how does this connect with what's happened previously and how can I show how these two different situations can come together and the similarities between the two. I think that's really interesting because in that moment when you're looking at a visual and you're able to see his development process, you're able to you're, you're learning about different eras. You're learning about different art forms. And it's happening all at once as well. When you're, look, when you're able to see the development process that he, he's able to also show you as well. I would also say his ability to galvanize his audience, to make the public figure that he's made the visual about, to make them aware of the fact that it exists. I think that's a good attribute that he has. He understands the power of nostalgia and how that connects with the present and how that can spark inspiration in the present. Rakitic has had quite a few milestones that I paid attention to and 
One of them is designing the album cover for Stally's project, Speak No Blue. Stally was formerly with MMG, with Russ's label. Now he's independent and putting out his own music for his own label, Blue Collar Gang. And the cover, the cover itself feels like you're walking through like an art museum or a gallery and you stop for a second and you look to your left and there you just see an art piece and music starts playing and Stally starts rapping from within the art piece and he's looking directly at you that's the kind of vibe i get from this album cover it makes you feel like you're in that type of gallery museum space and you're entering stally's world and the album starts playing so this is the art piece that Racky Tech exhibited at the MX Day on March 26, 2022. And this was the first time he was able to exhibit his work in this particular way. MX Day is an annual celebration of the Nike Air Max shoe. And it's on March 26 because the Air Max 1 was released on March 26, 1987. And that rejuvenated the Nike brand back then. So I think Racky Tech is a really interesting visual artist and his ability to draw from established pop culture themes and events and experiences and just vintage and historical periods of time. Um, when bringing together different worlds and placing a current situation or experience regarding a public figure within that particular world i think that is something that he does really really well and i think that's part of his storytelling i think his ability to give you access to his development process on how he puts together these visuals is is a really great thing. It makes you feel part of his process as well. It makes you think critically about, okay, the journey of these pieces, which I think allows him to build that connection with his audience as well, because he's so transparent with how he's able to put together these ideas and how that reflects the final version that we see. Talent rep mode. I think going forward, I see him having his own art shows. I think collaborating with brands, sports teams on their brand design and storytelling direction. He actually did have some commercial work with the NBA that didn't actually come to pass, but he's been knocking on the door of working with professional sports entities. And I know that working with Tottenham Hotspur is one of his biggest goals as well as far as branding direction and creating visuals for them as well i think he can definitely do things like putting out his own figurines making animation movies is something i, I think he can definitely do it would be great to see him do that as well game over <laughs>